one? Hi, Logan. Hi, Kim. Oh, it's it's been a minute, but you know, it's like you said, you know, with the strikes and everything, you know, we're we're taking it as we kind of go, just because there's only so much content we can come up with, and we don't want to get burnt out either, as we're in this little hiatus period. Definitely but, not. But you know what? We actually something amazing happened for once, and we had decided to record today, which is nine twenty six, about a week ago, if not longer. Yeah. And it was- yeah, that's and right. so you know, as things tend to go for us, it news-wise stuff tends to happen almost comically after we record. <laughs> um, but amazingly enough, that it has now been announced that the WGA has come to an agreement. Yeah, Which, like literally in the last few minutes uh-huh. before we got together to record. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> Which granted, never happens. We heard about it being kind of like, oh yeah. Like this weekend, we heard it kind of coming through, but it's now been like voted on right at this point. Yeah. So Sunday, they announced that they had reached a tentative agreement. So and then they said that the vote of the leadership Mm -hmm. would be on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So we kind of knew this was coming, but there was an option to end the strike while the ratification by the membership happens. Mm -hmm. or to hold off like they had a choice so nobody I mean everybody kind of hoped that they would go the way of ending the strike during ratification um but nobody really knew so today Mm -hmm. was about those kind of decisions Mm -hmm. and that's what what we found out in the last few minutes is how the vote went for the leadership Mm -hmm. and then also we got our hands on the deal Mm -hmm. um so a lot has happened in the last few minutes. Um, so we'll just go right into it. Um, what they have decided is that today, today is Tuesday, September 26th, 12.01 PST, 3.01 AM EST, the strike will end for the writers. SAG still has to make their own deal, uh-huh. but the Writers Guild will end their strike at 3.01 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, and then writers' rooms can open back up and get started on those shows. Um, next, AMPTP will have to deal with SAG, but now that the first deal is done, SAG can build on what the WGA got. Mm-hmm. Now, they do have a few issues that are slightly different, so they'll have their own process, but they've got this as the ground level now Mm -hmm. so this should help the first deal was going to be the hardest one and we're past that so um and y'all i've been skimming through it it's amazing and i went to my tl to get like the perspective of the writers i've been following so far every writer that i have been keeping up with is over the moon um like they are just praising uh negcom which is the negotiating committee like left and right Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean this deal i just saw a tweet that pointed out the monetary value of the deal just to give you guys an idea i need to i wish i could find that tweet again um man let's see if i liked it yep here we go so this is a, a writer in the guild who says that the best deal they've ever gotten dollar wise 
was 230 million total over three years. This deal is 233 million a year. So 230 million was the best they've ever gotten total over a three year uh -huh. contract. This is 699 million over three years. Uh -huh. That is my God. Uh -huh. That strike worked. You guys, that, ooh, they won. They won so hard. That is just absolutely phenomenal for everybody mm -hmm. involved. Um, <laughs> Mark Blutman, who worked on Boy Meets World, that's what he's famous for, <laughs> passed <laughs> his tweet. It says, tomorrow and Wednesday, while we're feeling frisky, <laughs> let's flood the sack after pickets. Oh, gosh, I love it. Um, Anyway, everybody that I'm like following is just uh -huh. raving about this deal like um joelle who's who works on fire country uh is just she's just saying they crushed it um mm -hmm. and then somebody else i think it was mark blutman again was talking about how good this deal is going to be for an investment into their pension fund um so many different good things uh -huh. everybody's very excited so I don't think they'll have a problem getting it ratified. Mm -mm. I mean, the language on artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Cow. Okay, I'm going to pull up the exact deal. So this is what it says. Okay. AI generated written material is not considered literary material, source material, or assigned material under the MBA. AI is not a writer under the MBA. Writer can elect to use AI when performing writing services if company consent, consents and provided writer follows applicable company policies. Company cannot require writer to use AI software when performing writing services. Company must disclose to writer if any material given to writer has been generated by AI or incorporates AI-generated material. Guild reserves right to assert the exploit that exploitation of writer's material to train AI is prohibited by MBA or other law. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. mm. Yes. Uh -huh. Love it. A hundred and forty-eight days. And it's, you know, it's it's always hard, especially when it comes to negotiating. You're never going to get exactly what you want. However, in this case, they, they still kicked butt. Yeah. No, they kicked butt. I mean, there uh, there are some percentages. I'm not so good with actual, like, number mm -hmm. numbers. Um, But, I mean, they've got, like, if I'm, I'm scrolling through here, the, because what they've done, and I love the way they've laid this out. So, in the proposal, they, or in the deal, they show you what they proposed. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh what the AMPTP offered in May and then what the actual agreement is as of September 25th. Mm -hmm. uh, I love the way they lay it out like that because you can see how far the movement came, mm -hmm. you know, like how far AMPTP moved on mm -hmm. some things um, because those rich guys severely underestimated the writers mm -hmm. severely. Mm -hmm. Um but I'm looking and some of the things are as agreed. Like when they're, when it's something they agreed upon back in May, they state, you know, as uh -huh. agreed. So, uh 
um some things stayed the same but like there are numerous things where the may column says rejected our proposal uh refused to counter and then the next column is like exactly almost exactly the thing that they wanted it's a some in some cases it's like a little less or there's like an addendum you know mm-hmm. to it but man they did good um like for example they got the the staffing minimums that's happening mm-hmm. now they their proposal was a lot simpler than what ended up being agreed upon but i mean my goodness to even get it after mm-hmm. it was called unrealistic and like mm-hmm. big time producers were like i'm not gonna do it i refuse mm-hmm. you know i mean my gosh like it's this is this is the deal for staffing um it says and this is there's different types of rooms so there's development rooms post greenlit rooms writers in production right so um for development rooms if a development room of three or more writers is convened minimum staff of three writer producers is required so they if they're going to have three writers they have to have three writer producers basically Mm -hmm. um development rooms 20 weeks or longer minimum staff size three writer producers subsequent seasons minimum staff size is based on anticipated episode order see tiers below Mm -hmm. um and then for post greenlit rooms it says the following minimum staff requirements apply based on the episode order unless a single writer is employed to write all the episodes of a season so that caveat is for guys like taylor sheridan who insist that he doesn't need a writing staff okay uh but whatever <laughs> but for most shows it's going to be mm-hmm. up to six episodes three writers three writer producers seven to twelve episodes five writers three writer producers 13 plus episodes six writers three writer producers um and that's what they wanted was six minimum for the most part. I mean, there's some things in here where if it, they wanted eight writers, seven writers, but to get six mm-hmm. guaranteed, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say, I mean, that sounds like a fair compromise to me from where they were to rejected our proposal, refused to make a counter. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, yeah, it's great. Um, so for development rooms, let's see, duration of employment. Yeah. Okay. That's different. So yeah. I mean, they've got the staffing minimums. Mm-hmm. There's um, some new things in here for development rooms, which those are the things that, you know, we had a lot of writers complaining about working for free mm-hmm. because they were working on developing a show that then never got produced. That's, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. development rooms are for that so writers won't work for free mm-hmm. so they shouldn't have to right exactly let's see and the one thing that they refused anything on was like weekly minimums during post-production uh, but it says guild will continue to pursue arbitration claims for any writer not paid 
but I mean, if that's the only thing not kind of fully decided on, yeah, pretty dang I mean, good. There's stuff in here for um, foreign streaming residuals um, increasing. There's like a viewer based streaming residuals bonus system in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. I mean, there's a lot of percentages in here, but yeah, it's it says uh, HBS VOD series and movies that are viewed by 20% or more of the ser- services domestic subscribers in the first 90 days of release or the first 90 days of any subsequent exhibition year get a bonus equal to 50% of the fixed domestic and foreign residual. That's yes, mm-hmm. that is awesome. Uh, bonus structure takes effect for projects released on or after January 1st, 2024. Mm-hmm. So basically anything that goes into development now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's still better than nothing. You know, it still sucks, but yeah, you know, take what you well, can. And get. then streaming data transparency. Companies agree oh. to provide the guild subject to a confidentiality agreement. The total number of hours streamed both domestically and internationally, of self-produced high-budget streaming programs, e.g. a Netflix original series, aggregated information can be shared. It's. I feel like that's probably going to be the biggest game-changer of a lot of it, because, I'm sorry, there are so much of the streaming services have been behind like this curtain that nobody hears anything of. And I'm sorry, we know that there are popular shows that then get canceled, and I'm like, then show show the streaming numbers and then people will get be like um excuse me this is what you're saying (laughs) isn't is you're saying nobody's watching this that's not what those numbers are telling us so yeah yep so and they i mean there's so many good things in here just oh yeah the the negotiating committee i mean they truly did everybody's right they crushed it Mm -hmm. crushed it yeah it's a I very much look forward to what this will do for TV next year, especially. And hopefully what that means is, you know, there are shows that, you know, on the cusp somewhat next year. But I just I really I like the transparency that is going to be coming out that it will become a norm. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I think the the way they got that through was the confidentiality agreement. Mm -hmm. So it can't be shared with like people like us. Of course uh or like board members or you know because mm-hmm. that's really what they're worried about is that oh, the board yeah. members are going to see the numbers and it's going to cause a problem that for that end but confidentiality agreement means only the guild basically yeah we'll see it mm-hmm. um but it, i'm just i'm still just glad they get to see it because like i'm sorry like in some of those cases we know that those there were good streaming numbers but they they wouldn't tell anybody otherwise of what they would be in so then they're of course like well, we're just going to cancel it, whatever. So I'm like, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So happy they at least get the info. Um, they got the the foreign residual tiers are so close to what they proposed. I mean, wow. So okay, so the foreign streaming residuals initially. The Writers Guild proposed um, that basically this is based on subscriber data Mm -hmm. uh, for large 
streaming services uh-huh. or for any service streaming. I'm sorry, any residual based streaming service with a foreign subscriber count. Um, they, the Writers Guild initially suggested if it's less than 20 million subscribers, 50%. 20 uh-huh. to 45 million, 75%. 45 to 75 million, 100%, more than 75 million, 150%. That's what they suggested. Mm-hmm. In May, the AMPTP came back with this. Less than a million, 8%. 1 to 5 million, 16%. 5 to 20 million, 35%. 20 to 45 million, 40%. More than 45 million, 60%. And then it, I guess it just sat there for a while. And then what they ended up at... Less than 20 million, 47%. 20 to 45 million, 60%. 45 to 75 million, 75%. More than 75 million, 90%. That is so crazy close to what they originally suggested. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just so proud. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm extremely proud. <laughs> this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, and hopefully this will allow, you know, writers just basic needs that, you know, with mm-hmm. them actually getting residuals that they deserve, they mm-hmm. they don't have to watch their budgets of like, oh, what can I pay for this month? It's like, no, you, you're, can, you'll actually get the money that you've probably been deserving of the entire time. But, you know, it, it, at least it'll finally be coming to them. Wow. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um development room compensation so that one actually starts um provided the deal is ratified which i feel like it will be that actually starts november 1st Mm -hmm. so as soon as these rooms get back together and this deal is ratified development people who work in development rooms are going to get this deal pretty much right away Mm -hmm. that's awesome And they got TV weekly compensation increases for staff writers, story editors, executive story editors. I mean, new writer producer tier was established. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of things are happening in this deal. Mm-hmm. Hmm. still oh no go right ahead logan oh no you're fine i'm just reading Hmm. what are you looking at in particular i'm looking at uh establish minimums for streaming and then I don't know I'm trying to it's a lot of like legally so I'm trying yeah. to break through it there's some specific mentions of comedy variety so I was trying to figure out because I know there were a lot of concerns for comedy variety shows mm-hmm. um, basically dying out because of the way they were being treated mm-hmm. by the AMPTP but I'm I'm so bad at like 
math and numbers that it is really hard for me to read some of these. And, I mean, you know, it's people can also go. I mean, I know it's probably already being shared on Twitter too. So, every, if, oh, you, yeah. if everybody's you know interested, will be. You can go and check out some specific details for numbers yourself. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> there'll there'll be a lot of people breaking it down who are smarter than me, but um, I mean, my goodness, I'm just so impressed mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, even just the visual of the offer in May, like there's mm-hmm. basically these boxes on the mm-hmm. from the May offer column are all empty, mm-hmm. and then the actual agreement boxes are full, mm-hmm. and it's just. <laughs> so it's, gratifying it's just it's very entertaining to for like all of the am pt whatever it's i can't even too many acronyms amptp <laughs> um like just so much of what their may offer was rejected 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 and then it's like granted it's obviously like, that's when it comes to negotiations the person in, in this case the wga of like they knew they weren't going to get exactly what they wanted so you aim high that's what you mm-hmm. do for negotiations yeah. because you know it's going to have to come down but to still see for like some of the stuff that they got for especially like the foreign subscriber stuff to get some significantly higher numbers than what the amptp was coming at them with it was like that's how it's like the amptp like they they folded in poker like they thought they were fooling everybody by playing a hand that they did not have yeah i mean even just like if for an example if you guys aren't going to go look up the deal here's an example of what mm-hmm. this looks like so the artificial intelligence section all right so the proposal originally was regulate use of artificial intelligence on mba covered projects ai can't write or rewrite literary material can't be used as source material and mba covered material can't be used to train ai the AMPTP's response to that was rejected our proposal, countered by offering annual meetings to discuss advancements in technology. Mm-hmm. And then the actual deal is what we read earlier about regulate use of artificial intelligence on MBA covered projects. AI generated written material is not considered literary material, source material, or assigned material under the MBA. AI is not writer under MBA. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we went from countered by offering annual meetings to discuss advancements in technology to writer can elect to use AI when performing writing services if company consents and provided writer follows applicable company policies. Company cannot require writer to use AI software when performing writing services. Blah, 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 blah. Like, that box is so big. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they basically gave them nothing originally. Mm -hmm. I mean, ah. Yes, go WGA. Mm-hmm. This is great for SAG. Mm-hmm. If they use this to like oh, build yeah. their deal, man. Well, yeah, because if they're saying you can't, AI writing isn't it isn't written like copy. It's like you can't use like AI generated person isn't an actor. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like come on. Yeah. Well, and it says. um Company cannot require writer to use AI mm-hmm. software when performing writing services. Company must disclose to writer if any material given to writer has been generated by AI or incorporates AI-generated material. Um, and then, Guild reserves right to assert that exploitation of writer's material to train AI is prohibited. So, those things right there, now granted, it's a little different for actors as uh-huh. it's a visual medium and it's more their image and their likeness that they're going to be concerned about than their writing. Uh-huh. But 
That last part, Guild reserves right to assert that exploitation of writer's material to train AI is prohibited. But there's some good bones in there of that they can absolutely... Oh, no, that's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That yeah, last part especially. Exactly. exactly. I mean, if SAG can it get... If SAG can at least... Guild reserves right to assert that exploitation mm-hmm. of a writer, you know, like that's huge. Yeah. And then also company must disclose to writer if any material given to writer has been generated by AI. That can easily carry over to company must disclose to actor if image is being stored for future use. Mm-hmm. And you have to pay them. Hopefully, if you do use that image in they the future. They should be paid. If yeah. you're going to use their face. They should you No, they you don't be. get to just own somebody's face. No, no, that's stupid. Um, but I also like writer can elect to use AI when performing writing services, but they they can't be forced mm-hmm. to use AI. That's good too. I mean this is this is all good. This mm-hmm. is all good. And you know what? I I understand we're we're all supportive of the unions here. We're we are Union people, but I bet the DGA feels real stupid right now. Oh yeah, I they like I'm very much that the way that AMPTP kind of folded. Like the DGA, they folded way too quickly. I'm sorry, they really did. Like I mean, they ended up not working anyway. Like, why wouldn't you have just? It's I I think uh... it I think they didn't think it could go, go on for this long. They probably thought it very much like other strikes. It'll it'll be a few weeks. They'll come back. Mm-mm. It was Mm-mm. 148 days, and they benefited from every one of those days. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow! 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 And just think, DGA could have been right there with them. Mm-hmm. And they chose not to. So okay, so I'm looking at the duration of employment. Um, pre-greenlit rooms the proposal was pre-greenlit rooms minimum staff guaranteed at least 10 consecutive weeks of work post-greenlit rooms writers and staff staff must get at least three weeks per episode up to a max of 52 weeks half of the minimum staff must be employed through production one writer must be employed through post and that was another one they rejected outright like amptb refused to counter Uh this is the actual deal development rooms minimum staff guaranteed at least 10 consecutive weeks of work on television and hbs vod series post greenlit rooms minimum staff must be guaranteed at least 20 weeks or the duration of the post greenlit room uh whichever is shorter weeks worked in pre-greenlight room may be credited against 20 week guarantee Hmm. applies to television and hbs vod services well, okay. I mean, that's a compromise. Mm-hmm. That's a compromise. Uh, writers in production for single camera shows made for HBS VOD and pay TV filmed in the U.S. or Canada. Company must hire two writer producers for the lesser of 20 weeks or the duration of production along with the showrunner. As an alternative, the showrunner has the option to divide one or two of the minimum positions among multiple writers bring writers back to produce the episode they wrote is the example they give. So that last one is for, again, people like Taylor Sheridan. Uh, the showrunner has the option to divide one or two of the minimum positions among multiple writers. Okay. that Now the writers in production part, 
That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, these terms apply to seasons where the first episode is written after December 1st, 2023. Okay. Well, hmm. I wonder what that means for when they think writers' rooms are going to start back up. Yeah. Anyway, that one was interesting. So that's an example of like compromise because what they proposed versus what they got is very different, but still good. Interesting. Development rooms being guaranteed at least 10 consecutive weeks of work is that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. The post green light room, I don't, I'm not so crazy about that. But We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, man. But I do love the writers in production part and mm-hmm. the development rooms part. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Anyway, that's the summary of the, of the deal, basically. Us just scrolling mm-hmm. through it as it's mm-hmm. come out. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. The just... WGA rocked it. Mm-hmm. It's, wow. It has not been fun to be sad, like, considering, you know, it's September 26th. It's, we've normally, most of our time, most of the time, our shows have usually been back for a few weeks at this point. So it's been weird. It's been real weird. Just kind of be like, nothing is on TV. I mean, there's stuff on TV, but it's not like what we're used to. But It's it, like it, reality it's been, TV. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I don't mind a little bit of reality. I, as I've mentioned, I, there's a few shows I will watch, but it's it's not the same. It's like I missed I missed tuning in for the scripted television, and you know it it, it sucked. But you know we're we've obviously been in solidarity because we want writers to be paid fairly. It, they're the ones who create these stories of these shows and these characters that we love, and they they 100 deserve fair pay. And you know. Oh, yeah all of it for what they do because it's not like I'm sorry I can't do what they do and I, I having tv and movie like writers for movies and tv it's what makes kind of the world go round a little bit and just to not have that I mean for just even 148 days it has felt like much longer than 148 days to be quite yeah, honest for sure so, I I mean yeah and I I think too with the way television hiatuses not on broadcast but like streaming service hiatuses work these days guaranteeing writers work for a certain amount of weeks is is necessary i mean my goodness to treat these writers like gig workers is ridiculous um (laughs) and that's what they were trying to do that's what they were trying to do they were trying to to make this profession a gig profession mm-hmm. um i mean they were wanting you know fewer writers for fewer time and the tricks that they were pulling to make that happen mm-hmm. were stupid i mean <laughs> i'm just like really you thought people were gonna be happy about that that they were gonna deal with that and not fight back about it mm-hmm. yeah and uh-huh. It's it's still I kind of giggle at the thought of like, you think AI can write script to television? Like it, I've seen it write scripts or stories. It's not it's not TV shows like of hearing people actually speak the words as characters. I'm sorry, it was never gonna work out. No, no, and it just no, 
Mm-mm. No. The AI, a computer, it can figure out structure for sentence. It can figure that out for language. It, that's what it's meant to do. But it cannot capture emotion. It cannot. It cannot. Well, that's like there were there are some novelists who use AI to like generate names of things. Yeah. Which I totally get. Because as someone who's working on a novel, the worst part is coming up with names that don't yeah. sound ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I will say this, like people who write like uh, fantasy or dystopian stuff, y'all get it so easy. You can name somebody whatever mm-hmm. you want. Name them like Relisa Higglesbottom, mm-hmm. and that sounds totally normal. But mm-hmm. people who write more grounded stories, like me, <laughs> it can't be a silly name, it has to have like gravitas to it, mm-hmm. you know. And those are so hard to come up with. So, I do know that there are some authors out there who use it to like name things, you know, they need a town name, okay, give me a good town name, you know, they need a character first name, character last name. So the the idea of writers being able to elect to use it when they deem it appropriate but not being forced to use it oh man that feels good mm-hmm. i like that a lot and i like that they're prohibiting ai being trained mm-hmm. on guild members work because yes mm-hmm. man yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah, because I mean, even I think uh, during this whole thing of, I was it the guy who kind of came up with it, the chat GPT. He was like, "This was never what it was intended for," and I regret everything. Essentially, yeah. I, I'm not sure, but that would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> sort of like the now I am become death. Yeah, because it's know? like you know, <laughs> it, it's unfortunately as is the way with technology, humans and the technology, most of the time. They end up regretting what they create. Yeah. Well, because, you know, it's hard to to know ahead mm-hmm. of time how people will take your work and use it out of context, mm-hmm. <laughs> which what is what happens every time mm-hmm. we get a development and somebody finds a way. Well, also capitalism. Oh, well, yeah, that's why they find a way is yeah, capitalism, capitalism, you know? Like, yeah. all the f- most of the fraud we have now is a result of computers. Mm. So, you know, computers are great. They've opened up our world. They allow us to do so mm-hmm. many things. But also... Oh, we've crossed that line so many times, even where we should have been probably at this point. <laughs> yeah, but also people use them for their own, like, evil purposes. Mm-hmm. They're... You know, so everything is going to have that flip side to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny now that we talk about this. All I'm thinking about is Timeless and Rufus being yeah. a part of inventing a time machine and then and, and then regretting it. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about right now. But um, he still did cool shit. So. He did. Oh, he totally did cool he, shit. He did but, it. He used it for good reasons in the future. Yeah, so. I'm just thinking about uh, Party at Castle Varlar when he's talking, um, to. I just had his name in my head and now it's gone. The scientist who, you know, invented the rockets that allowed us to go to space and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And he's uh, Warner Von Braun. That's it. When he's talking to him and he's saying, like, how do you not constantly think about where your rockets have landed and the mm-hmm. people they have hurt? Because that's all Rufus can think about mm-hmm. is like, 
how many people have probably disappeared because they've been fucking around in the past too much mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's an interesting conundrum mm-hmm. you know you had rufus who was like the super empathetic version of that and then von braun who's just like i don't care where they land i just mm-hmm. care that they go up mm-hmm. like okay mm-hmm. that's great i feel like that was ai like a lot of people were like we just want to make this thing work we don't care mm-hmm. about how you use it and then they saw how people started to use it and they and were like, like oh oh hold up you did a bad thing <laughs> that that's that's not what we wanted no <laughs> yeah um anyway that was a timeless moment there that was mm-hmm. sort of unnecessary but it was in my head timeless uh, is always necessary <laughs> that's true it is it's very necessary especially to me <laughs> to us both <laughs> yep um anyway but this has been such an exciting night just because of that alone like i've been waiting all mm-hmm. day to hear what the decision was so mm-hmm. uh 3 a.m for me because i'm on the east coast mm-hmm. and the writer's portion of the strike is done mm-hmm. they can start forming those writer's rooms and get back to work mm-hmm. um and i don't know if you saw warren light who used to be the uh showrunner on svu he did this whole thread about how if the strikes can resolve if the writer strike can resolve by october 1st and the actors guild if and the sag can resolve their strike by the end of october then it's very possible that if the shows reduce their like usual two-week holiday break mm-hmm they can get 13 episodes which in before spring personally i think people are gonna want to get back to work me too and especially I, with the holidays coming and it's like you know why not like i mean granted it's just it's different if it was like any other year it's like we haven't had anything people we I'm, i need my shows before yeah what is the year for actual year well, 2024 and everybody needs to be paid, right? Like, exactly. I mean, everybody in Hollywood needs the money. So I, I don't see them just waiting to wait it out. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think that's a reasonable thing to be like. What if we just take one week break instead of two for Christmas mm-hmm. this year? Um, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what they do. But he thought it was very possible that if the timing of the strikes resolving hit just right, that you could get thirteen episodes in before like june, may and june mm-hmm. um which if that's the case i'm i'm down i'm down I, for that i need it i need 13 it episodes out. as we talked about previously is just the right amount of time to get buddy out of jail and it's i mean once again i will say for most tv shows i i don't mind like there needs to be like some filler episodes but like 13 tends to be like a really I, good number of episodes yeah. for most like full length season shows. Even if yeah. like you have a shortened, like normal shortened season for like a show, but th- 13, there's just something like you, you get your main points. You could still have a cup, like maybe two or three fillers, but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily being overtaken by just trying. Honestly, to- for me, 13 to 16 is the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's, Usually you can write a really tight season that feels well-crafted yeah, and satisfying mm-hmm. in 13 to 16 episodes. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, but I, looking good. I need it. Like Fire Country, The Rookie, 
there's more I can't even name off the Chicago top of my head. Fire. Chicago we, Fire. Listen, we got two, two <laughs> things hanging over our heads on Chicago Fire that I need resolution for uh-huh. immediately. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> immediately. Uh-huh. Um, and then of course, Fire Country. Like I I need Bodhi to be vindicated. Mm-hmm. so badly because that finale made me so mad i know like I know. just let me have some resolution that doesn't make me so angry that's mm-hmm. all i want yeah it's, um, and i what obviously like we said sag still needs to happen the sag deal still needs to happen but i think what will come with you know these deals kind of coming through is you know granted i I still wonder too, like maybe there'll be casting announcements, casting changes. And I mean, that's, you know, I'd rather just kind of hopefully get that out. And because unfortunately, as you know, some stuff kind of happens with these, like some people might want to not come back to certain shows or something. And I just, you know, yeah. I just want deals to get figured out to know if that happens. Cause that's sometimes when that gets figured out. I, like, I just need to know, like at this point, I'm tired of wondering, I need to know. So let's get it figured out yeah. so we can move on. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I'm i ready to just like to get a, a, at least some glimpses of what's coming, you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we usually have that by now. We usually have episodes by now. Like <laughs> not a ton, but like we normally have three episodes by now. And it, one or two. One or two. Yeah. And like, but we're already going to be getting into October. Most of the shows have been around. I'm just like, I know we're not getting anything for October, probably nothing for November. And I'm just like, I need something before the year is out. Yeah. And I don't, right. I feel like at this point, January, I'll be surprised, very surprised if anything airs before January. <laughs> um, Just because I know they're going to need some time to get a lead on episodes. So probably I would say maybe like, five weeks to get a lead on episodes written right yeah which is probably just enough time for sag to resolve things i hope knock on wood um and so then you have to get everybody back in place which is probably going to take get production started back up Mm -hmm. everything back into place so you're probably looking at starting in november and by the time they really get going then it'll be christmas so I feel like if they film from November, we'd have, let's see, it takes like seven days, probably have a good two to three episode lead mm-hmm. for January. Mm-hmm. I just, so, you know, I'll even take, give me a promo in if December. If everything goes well, yeah. I mean, they could probably do that. Yeah. I could see that. Um, But as far as full episodes uh, i'm january okay i'm definitely feeling january um so because it's just going to take some time to get everything back together the writers not only have to write episodes but they have to break them Mm -hmm. you know they have to figure out what direction they want it to go in and not only that but the studios have to sort out how many episodes are they gonna get Mm -hmm. that has to be worked out first before they can start Mm -hmm. writing anything somebody somewhere has to be like okay we're gonna we're gonna give you this many Mm -hmm. (laughs) so uh that's got to be done first 
I'm I'm ready for those announcements. I'm ready for like the street, like the broadcast, you know, networks to to say, okay, we are green lighting this many episodes mm-hmm. for 2024. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure that'll all come. I'm sure probably tomorrow, showrunners and executive producers and networks and actual like sound stages are all going to be communicating mm-hmm. <laughs> i read some articles that said that there were uh some producers that were already making phone calls mm-hmm. uh to like sound stages making sure equipment was available and things mm-hmm. like that I'm sure uh, Cinespace in in Chicago is probably one of those places that was getting phone calls. <laughs> They're like, okay, when can we come back? Like, it's yeah. like the only place to film in Chicago, so yeah. I'm sure they were like <laughs> getting hit up pretty hard. Um, it'll be uh be interesting for sure. And you know that one of the things we read in that deal specifically mentioned in Canada, so yeah. It's interesting. I was just thinking about that. That just hit me that like mm-hmm. the deal specifically mentions productions in Canada mm-hmm. because everybody knows so many U.S. productions get oh, fucked yeah. out to Canada these days. Yeah. Uh, man. But yeah, I I'm really hopeful for our actor friends mm-hmm. that things are going to go well for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the WGA has given them a lot of good first floor things to build off of. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of all, I'm very happy that Bob Iger had to eat so much crow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So happy about it. I'm so happy about it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah no just because not just bob Iger, all of the executives but since yeah. he was the one who was like the most vocal about everything being unrealistic just and him like, on his okay, mega but you super gave yacht in, though, didn't you yeah yeah like he was like <laughs> crying me a river while he's on his super yacht kind of right doing all this and yeah right bob and yet who won mm-hmm. who was it that got all most of the things that they wanted the writers yeah the ones who were being unrealistic oh yeah and the it, amazingly for once it was the people who said uh, that we want to wait wait this out until the writers are homeless yeah you yeah. didn't win for once which i'm ecstatic right. about so mm, how i want to be like how'd that work out for you heartless grinchy executive mm-hmm. dude I still I feel, feel like there's going to be a mini series maybe in end of 2024 of the writer strike of this year. You know there's going to be there's going to be a script being written at some point within the next 8 months. You know it. Man, I think it may be a little further out than that, but It could be. Then again, I, strike while it's they, hot. They they were quick to develop that depth versus herd nonsense yeah. into something, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Man, I can't believe that's I'm not going to talk about that. That's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. But I have I have feelings. I, I'm and telling not you, the feelings. Yeah. That I'm sure people might assume that I have. Yeah. 
but um i'm so i'm calling it now eight eight months but i still think end of next year documentary or some kind of production of some sort of the strike <laughs> do you of this think, year. but do you, i could see somebody writing it but given that it would lamb blast powerful executives in hollywood do you think anybody would produce it maybe one of the little weird ones like the bad robot production company a24 maybe yeah a24 i could see an a it feels like an a24 kind of movie kind of does doesn't it I, it does apple apple tv would do it or apple tv yeah that also. well a24 sells a lot of their stuff to apple tv is why yeah. i said that yeah i'm telling you i'm just calling it. it right now i could see it that'd be man the tea oh the tea oh you know I need it somebody's yeah. wanting to say something so you i'm telling you i'm calling it right now it's either going to be that or an expose book like the burn it down book Ooh, yeah. that came out this year it'll be it'll be one or the but other i still think it'll get started fairly quickly because they want to strike while it's hot i mean i yeah i can't blame them for yeah. that yeah Whew. oh it's, it's been it's been intense these last couple of 148 <laughs> so uh 30, 60, 90. so how many months is like five, five was that five months i think essentially almost i'm trying to trying to figure eight, out like four say 120 yeah it's all uh, no yeah it's almost five months yeah it's like just Literally a couple days short yeah yeah just a couple days short wow mm-hmm. that's wow, almost wow, wow. half a year yeah that's that is crazy uh-huh crazy can I just say I'm really thankful, you know, at least this, I don't know how it has sometimes worked. Has it always happened where strikes are in this off season period? Because think it, I, I, if it hadn't been, if it would have been during like a mid season, I would have lost my shit. Um, what was the year? 2007? 2007. Mid year? That one was, uh, or it was fall. So like, I remember specifically because I was obsessed with Smallville at the time. Mm-hmm. The writers were racing the the deadline, the contract mm-hmm. deadline, because they were wanting to get as many episodes written before then as possible because they mm-hmm. knew they'd be going on strike. Mm-hmm. And all the shows had shortened seasons because they couldn't quite get twenty three written mm-hmm. um, before the strike deadline. I think most shows maybe ended up somewhere between 16 and 18, depending Mm -hmm. on how quickly the writers could write, but that was fall. So Mm -hmm. like the shows weren't in production long and the writers were like churning out all these scripts uh, to have a backlog of them. So the shows could keep producing them. Mm -hmm. Um, I do remember that. I, and I think the last time when they extended the deal in 2020, I want to say that was during a hiatus. Like, I feel like that was mm-hmm. a hiatus decision too. But then again, that was COVID. So everything was a hiatus decision <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't remember, I think the one before that would have been 2017, which I don't really remember. I'd have to look that up. But I do remember 2008. It was like the shows were going mm-hmm. when it happened. Um. And I don't know how the timing of that worked out or how it changed to where all of a sudden the deals were coming up in the summer. I don't, I don't know what happened for no. that, but that was definitely fall. Yeah. But um, so, you know, even though it was five months, I'm glad it wasn't starting in September. 
So no, yeah. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? That would have been that would have been not good. Um, good. That would have been least... like another COVID year, like where we did not right. have it for a long. Time. Yeah. Well, and even so, the season that you know COVID killed was like three episodes short of finishing. So we would have had shortened mm-hmm. seasons the season before. Mm-hmm. Even like. Ugh. That would have been at least we got resolutions. That is <laughs> maybe true. they weren't like ideal resolutions, but they happened. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, because I remember fire for Chicago Fire specifically, they were filming 20 when everything stopped. And like as a Bretzy fan, I knew that that whole season they were building up to something big for Bretzy in the finale. And I was like, okay, I understand we want to be safe, but I, I need the finale. You don't mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I got it. Just We don't want to talk episodes, about how long it took. Two episodes in November <laughs> that were basically what I my theory was for the finale. So mm-hmm. I ended up being right just a long time later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a that's a story right there. Um, but it's been interesting having a hiatus because you kind of slip back into your like when you do podcasts like us, mm-hmm. you kind of slip back into your like pandemic hobbies a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like making things, writing things, uh-huh. Uh-huh. reading things. <laughs> yeah, it's, that was definitely this last 148 days has been a bit of a blast from the past, just this smidge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um oh i saw that joelle posted you know the green grocery fund mm-hmm. she said she has enough in the green grocery fund to keep it going through january oh that is excellent to hear yeah. so that'll be good especially as people are like still recovering mm-hmm. well because as you had said it seems like a lot of this won't potentially go into i mean just parts of it start december mm-hmm. but even then it's like it, it's still gonna be a minute for people to get back to their normal paycheck so yeah it's gonna be a minute especially like we've had several shows that have been canceled because of the delays we've had um so those people who were expecting to go back to these jobs when the strike ended won't anymore you've got uh new writers you know who haven't quite broken in yet that are gonna take some time to find some positions Mm -hmm. in this new post deal landscape um you know there's gonna be there's going to be some hurdles still left mm-hmm. for them to figure out. Um, so, yeah, it'll take some time. So it's a good mm-hmm. thing that that's there for mm-hmm. people who are going to need it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought that was great. So she's and she had like I think at one point there were some huge donations that rolled into that fund. Mm-hmm. So somebody, some people somewhere with who are very fortunate with the money. Mm-hmm found that fund and started funneling stuff into it so that's amazing um yeah she she tweeted uh somebody tweeted like a long list of people that everybody should thank for you know making the strike bearable and Mm -hmm. she was on that list Mm -hmm. and i saw her tweet after that came out and she was like um because they said when you go out tonight buy these people a drink was like Mm -hmm. the list and she was like, I've been at this particular bar and I haven't paid for my own drink all night. 
as she should i know but I was it, like, she shouldn't have to pay you yeah. well deserved yeah so um <sighs> yeah <laughs> that's been they've definitely been enjoying it but uh-huh. also still picketing with sag like amy berg who's a strike captain she had arranged this um themed star wars day picket and then Uh they resolved the strike and so she just shifted it from a wga picket to a sag (laughs) picket Uh she was like it's still happening we're just picketing for sag yeah um so I I mean, I, once you get that figured out you're not just giving it up completely well, sure yeah. that and i mean why not pivot you know like it's you've got all the pieces in place people are still out there picketing it's just not your guild so mm-hmm. just pivot and support the other guild that's mm-hmm. also supported you um so yeah i've really liked that though all the all the writers that i follow have immediately been like all right mm-hmm. so good for us but now it's time to make sure that sag gets the same mm-hmm. uh and they're still on the picket lines still you know working mm-hmm. it out but this time for sag and i saw some writers switch their profile from the wga strong logo to the sag logo mm-hmm. which was cool the the solidarity that's still there mm-hmm. is amazing um <clears throat> and they're also still, still talking about what <laughs> dga are a bunch of buttheads oh i'm sorry what sorry dga i'm telling you know what i'm i'm individual members i'm sure you're great people but y'all gotta look at your leadership Uh because what what was that (laughs) it Um, literally could have been so think i good if the dga had also been a part of there i it would not have gone on for 148 days no no and I'm sorry, they made a deal how long ago? And But have they been working? No. No. And the studios tried to use the DGA mm-hmm. as a way to illustrate how ridiculous they thought the WGA and SAG were being. Like, they tried to hold them up as be like, look, they've got a deal. Look how reasonable and logical these people are. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> it's like, um, actually, no, they're suckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah but man um but that's what you get you know you put in the hard work you do the picketing you get the landmark deal you get the crazy mm-hmm. amazing deal that the wga got mm-hmm. oh man um duncan crabtree ireland you got some work cut out for you my man mm-hmm. they gave you the groundwork you can use it do it mm-hmm really need sag to get there so they deserve it um and i i know i know ai is gonna be the sticky is gonna be the sticky thing that's they're gonna because what they need for ai is so different than what the writers need for ai mm-hmm. and in the minds of the studios ai can save them so much money when it comes to extras like they really do want to eliminate extras as a a paid job mm-hmm. which is so stupid <laughs> i ask you are ai extras going to give you that moment from dr strange in the multiverse of madness where the lady sitting behind stephen strange looks at the camera and is completely into her fake conversation that she's having <laughs> are ai extras going to give you that magic no absolutely not <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> 
No, we need those scene-stealing normal people extras. I love them. Also, it's 2023, 2024. Just pay people for their work. Seriously, it's, it's not that, that hard. No. <laughs> it's really not that hard. I mean, that, that's, and... that's basic labor laws yeah. of people do a thing, you pay them for that thing. Yeah. And I've heard so many stories about extra work being how people get their SAG card. Mm-hmm. That, like... <laughs> You just can't, you can't destroy a whole category Mm-mm. of a profession like that. So, yeah, I know that's going to be the really sticky thing for them. Um, but the AMPTP may be in such a desperate place that mm-hmm. they, they'll give in. They'll do it. Uh, clearly, given the writer's deal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they've got right now, I think SAG has the leverage on their side. They just need to wield it. And I am positive they will. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man, starting to starting to feel a little relief. Mm-hmm. At least we see end in sight. We see the end of the tunnel. Yes. We're, we're still yes. it's still very far away because we don't know what will happen with SAG. But we see mm-hmm. that little dot of light at the end. But let's think about this. I mean, they what the studios and uh the wga went back to the table on the 21st mm-hmm. and by the 24th they had a deal yeah that's three days mm-hmm. and i think there was an article that i read that said that uh the amptp was wanting to start negotiating with sag again either later this week or early next week so who knows yeah we could have another sag could have a deal by the end of next week for all we know i mean i'm all for it i just yeah this i mean the sooner they get what they deserve Mm -hmm. the sooner i get my shows back (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) the sooner people Mm -hmm. get to start working again Mm-hmm. And they don't have to be so stressed out about mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So good things, good things have happened and more good things are coming and mm-hmm. we're just going to manifest it. That's, mm-hmm. that's that's it. We're going to manifest it mm-hmm. the same way. We're going to manifest Bodhi getting out of jail mm-hmm. and side note for Chicago fire people, Bretzy getting engaged, <laughs> mm-hmm. actually getting married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're we're manifesting all of these mm-hmm. things along with a really good deal for SAG. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I think we've covered that topic. Uh-huh. And we will, of course, keep you guys updated on oh, our yeah. socials as oh, yeah. things unfold. We're keeping an eye on it. But now let's talk about something else. What should we talk about first of the two topics we discussed before we started recording? I mean, I think in lieu of our standard, you know, what brought us joy <laughs> that we each have our own ind- like individual things. I think we kind of have the same things. And I mean, at, with the end of one of the major strikes, we, we just get to have this whole big section of what has brought us joy. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, I still say we start with our first thing, which is sync actually coming back with the song after like 20 some odd years, which yeah. is crazy. Oh, September 29th, y'all. Oh. Pre-save it on Spotify. Like, what? Please. Two days at the like two days at this point? 
Oh two my days, god, we're two so days close a week here. to it. A brand new, a brand new. I'm saying brand words, brand new with in sync, which mind blown. <laughs> well, and they've already done so. Like they were on Hot Ones, and it was so good. And the VMAs, and then all these photo shoots together, and uh-huh. then that video Justin posted of behind the scenes of them recording. I'm like, this is the best. I, from I, have- I not only need a tour to happen from those, but. I- with Justin filming, is a documentary going to happen? I don't know. I, I don't it. know. But the thing I is, he it. has a solo album coming out, and then he'll probably do a tour. So I don't think In Sync is going to go on tour anytime soon. I'm not saying it won't happen. Yeah. I just think that's going to happen first. And basically, from what they've said right now, currently at this particular moment, there are not any plans for them to record a full album. However, Joey said at 90s Con that basically we needed to bully their label mm-hmm. into it and because they're listening. Um, so if Justin is amenable to it after he finishes his next solo album mm-hmm. stint, then I mean, it could happen. We just had we just gotta be loud and we gotta make sure that this single is crazy successful and whatever I mean, video comes with it, uh, it's just all gotta be I, like top of the charts, you guys. I think we know. It will be. It's it's gotta be huge. It's gonna be. Cause it's gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear you know that story that Justin told on Hot Ones? Yeah, I still haven't watched a full episode, but I saw that part about the, the producer. Like, yeah. That yeah. That was like Swedish and was like, you you need to say it like this. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. <laughs> that would have been me. I'd have been like, I, all right, I, I think this is weird, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, Yeah, I love that whole thing. Oh, so good. I just love seeing them do promo together again. You just miss it. Ma- it makes me so happy and like so giggly. Of like even once again from Hot Ones of like, you know, Lance finally getting to like Sean was asking Lance like, oh, Sh- Lance, I'm gonna ask you a question. He's like, yes, I'm gay, and it's just yeah. like guys <laughs> giggling and like being like like Lance saying he couldn't say this twenty some odd years ago. Yeah, he's <laughs> say it, be free, and the guys having a stupid fun time with it. Yeah, and just like. Yeah, that wasn't even the question. He like yeah. interrupted Sean and yeah. he was like, Yes, I'm gay. And then yeah. he was like, I've been waiting 23 years to say yeah. that. It's <laughs> like, oh Lance. Mm-hmm. And the guys were like, Yeah, they loved that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh I loved listen, a vibe is in sync finally being able to like really curse. Mm-hmm. It's like they're 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 fully adult. They're fully adult self. men now. Yes. yes. And their fans are fully adult people yes. as well. So they can do whatever they want. And they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. Um, JC is my favorite. So I just, I love seeing his face again. Because mm-hmm. he's I'm a not... little bit of a hermit, which I'm fine with because I am too. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. I love them so much. Like, you don't understand. I, I every single interview or like... um tape that was like behind the scenes that was sold like yes vhs tape is what i'm referencing here Mm -hmm. guys um anything that was like behind the scenes i bought it i watched it i recorded it 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just thinking the other day when they did the Super Bowl halftime show, MTV aired a making the Super Bowl halftime show special, mm-hmm. like making the video. Mm-hmm. And I had that recorded somewhere and I have no idea where it is now mm-hmm. because I don't have a VCR. So it's not like I could watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. But I had that. I recorded it off the TV so that I could watch it whenever I wanted. Mm-hmm. I have... I used to have the McDonald's at one point did this special thing with Britney Spears and NSYNC where they sold these tapes. Mm-hmm. So when you went there and you bought food, you could pay an extra amount of money and get a tape that had like behind the scenes of bye, bye, bye. And like, mm-hmm. you know, that I had one, I had that tape. Uh, and then I still have some of my DVDs that I bought later to replace VHS tapes that I sold at yard sales. Mm-hmm. So I have like, the no strings attached making the tour mm-hmm. i have like i mean every concert special mm-hmm. that they <laughs> released <Yeah. laughs> i i was obsessed like yeah. i have seen almost every piece of media that was out there at the time of these guys a mm-hmm. million times mm-hmm. and it's just so good to see mm-hmm. new promo i'm just yeah and i mean even for me so like happy. i'm still like I, in my choice i've made in my life i've made the choice of bsb or in in sync even though I, I I grew up in that weird time where I was a little young to go to their concert so I never actually got to see them in concert but like I did I I could taste I knew good music even from a young age and so I made the choice that in sync with my band of the boy bands and so I made the right choice but it's like it still was something that even though I was a little too young to be able to go enjoy it there I was like I appreciate it and that appreciation of that music has followed me through for 20 some odd years so it's just it makes me giddy and it just it's like please I, I need more like give me all the things please do I need an album I need a tour I need a Vegas residency I need and it was everything. like like best thing was even like after the hot ones episode Tums like did a statement of like you guys want to do a tour we'll be there like <laughs> happily be there for you guys that's amazing oh man yeah um I don't know. I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. But yeah, I saw the No Strings Attached tour like mm-hmm. back in the day. And that mm-hmm. was like the best concert of my life. Mm-hmm. That one and uh, the Red tour, the, like for Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Eras tour, like that. Mm-hmm. Duh. But mm-hmm. like, I think those are my top three concerts throughout my life. I did mm-hmm. see Shania Twain in concert once. Mm-hmm. Also ranks up there. Mm-hmm. Great show. Garth Brooks. Great show. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I think those are my, that's my top five. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a good top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the Jonas Brothers aren't in there, which is a little weird considering I've seen them so many times. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to think too hard about it. It's but okay. you still, you might change your mind after you get to, because you have your Jonas Brothers show coming up. So Yes, I do. So this I'm, weekend. I'm telling you, I, I've gotten to go to their newest one twice. And it's, it's a good show. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm stressing out about everything else, but I'm excited for the show. You'll you'll have a fantastic time. Well, no, I'm like, I I have a hotel for that night. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to figure out if they do a hold for incidentals because, y'all, I'm I'm poor. (laughs) You can't be putting $250 on hold in my checking account. I won't be able to eat food. Mm. <laughs> so that's what I'm stressing out about. I'm yeah. like, I don't know what's gonna happen there, but mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Anyway, that's what I mean by stressing out about okay. everything else. I'm like, 
I don't yeah. get paid this weekend. I get paid next weekend. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh boy, budget times fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I do have that show this weekend. I'm excited. Uh, yes, but Friday, nine twenty nine, new and sync song. So it's, ready for it's it. It's just it feels so weird to say those words again of like and sync brand new music and it, I just I, I still it's it feels like just the start of something like like we said I, I hope it is I I can't see it to build do all this build up they've now have a t- official store on Amazon like a st- official storefront they just started a TikTok page that feels like a lot of effort for well and their socials used to say that they were managed by the guys like the five guys Mm -hmm. they've taken that out which means they actually have a social media manager now Mm -hmm. which is a is an upgrade so Mm -hmm. you're not going to invest in a social media Mm -hmm. manager for the group Mm -hmm. if you're not going to use it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um so that's interesting mm-hmm. i hope it is the beginning of something and they all seem pretty hopeful like even jc when he's asked was like anything's possible and i was like yeah Ooh. like mm, mm. they okay i'm sorry it, it might be the optimist in me but like this feels like a lot of effort if it for one song like yeah. i'm sorry that's too much for one yeah. song it is uh I'm here for it. Whatever they mm-hmm. want to give me, I will take it. Same. I'm getting 2023 JC Chazé vocals. Mm-hmm. I am on cloud nine because mm-hmm. that man can sing. And I am mm-hmm. so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad his solo album flopped, but you know what? Whatever. I, I get more of him. Everybody, <laughs> there. we go through phase, like same thing with, um. oh my God, I can't remember. Who, who's the guy who plays Anakin Skywalker? Uh, Hayden Christensen. Hayden, like, People gave him so much shit when he played they Anakin really Skywalker. And what, yeah. like, most of this past year at that Star Wars celebration, people were cheering his fucking name. And he was, mm-hmm. like, crying. Because it, it, I mean, I still haven't seen them. I want to see them. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But it, people recognize he did a fucking good job. And same thing with J.C. Chazay. It's like, we've seen that resurgence. Oh, in yeah. These past years. So there I, are, I'm feeling. There's a whole hashtag justice for J.C. out yeah. there now. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's amazing but Mm -hmm. yeah his solo album was uh, and i don't say this a lot so i I don't want it to sound cheesy but the only it was ahead of its time like the sound that justin had on future sex love sounds was what jc did several years earlier Mm -hmm. so i think it was just a matter of people weren't really ready for Mm it (laughs) um and plus jive sabotaged the heck out of that Mm -hmm. solo album because they only wanted one solo artist from NSYNC to give all their money to. They didn't want to have to mm-hmm. split the money between two of them. Um, which, you know what, fuck them, but whatever. Um, and it's like, so. it's it's 20, we're in the 2020 years of like, people, we still love boy bands. Give us all the oh, boy bands. everybody loves boy Like, I'm so funny. When Usher was announced as the Super Bowl halftime show, I saw so many tweets that were like, I wanted the boy bands. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. like me too uh, maybe 2024 like the next maybe, next maybe. one but come on like a a conglomerate of all the boy bands oh together for the halftime show 
the only thing is i feel i feel like they'd be worried the only bad thing is they might be worried that pe- a lot of people tune in for the halftime show and then they drop off because they don't want to see anything else but like imagine backstreet boys in sync 98 degrees boys to men new kids on the block new hey. kids on the block like all oh. the 80s and 90 like new edition all of the 80s and 90s boy bands like together on stage they Super did Bowl it with show. all of those amazing rappers a few years back like they did on bring boy bands bring it yeah but like that would have been iconic mm-hmm. oh my god that would have been crazy. never say never <sighs> someday maybe someday it'll happen but should have happened this year but mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> which to lead uh, into yeah. our next thing we wanted to talk about yes, is, yes. i'm sorry the usher news completely sidelined what? sorry not sorry it's totally sidelined. tiniest blip on the like i'm sorry halftime announcement of who's going to be starring in it are usually like honestly a day like a couple days worth of news not a care in the world yesterday not a care at all no, no. <laughs> basically it's been chaos since sunday <laughs> 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 because our girl taylor swift worked her worked her economic magic uh-huh. yet again just uh-huh. by showing up uh-huh. at a football game uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like literally nfl's viewership was higher than ever for that game they've travis kelsey's jerseys are like flying off the shelves the sales are up by 400 percent. so not like one like just a hundred percent 400 percent 400 and then the um his team's like game tickets are selling like crazy too yeah and like the young female demographic far exceeded what it's ever been yep our girl just like running the world yet again accidentally (laughs) (laughs) she just wanted to show up and support her boyfriend and everybody's like they're on board yeah and you know what all i care let taylor be happy they seem cute i appreciate that he's seemed to have shoot a shot he wanted to shoot a shot he did and he He put in some effort and you know if it ends up not being anything fine so far it seems adorable I'm all for it but you know it's it's just one of those things like I just also love that the NFL has lost its mind over it which I like even on their TikTok page I haven't checked it today like yesterday they said it Taylor was here like uh (laughs) like on the the Sunday game day I'm like they they're doing it history channel is being hilarious lost their mind lounge fly is even like literally anybody and everybody and it's like I don't want everybody to be like looking at them and like focusing on them but it also yeah. is just like, so entertaining to me and it's I, that we're all feeling like this magic of something and I'm just like <laughs> yes please yes please I've seen so many people whose opinion is basically like so this one's gonna stick right like there's mm-hmm. no undoing this now it's mm-hmm. it's you're mm-hmm. you're together you're just gonna be uh-huh. together right mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's so funny <laughs> he's gone from like zero to 60 with them it's like Mm -hmm. we didn't even know they were together before Sunday and Mm -hmm. now everybody's like they're getting married Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. which I think is just hilarious Mm -hmm. um yeah I (laughs) the chaos that broke out on Sunday (sighs) when that clip of her in 
the booth mm-hmm. like the it's just like was everywhere yeah because i saw it and i'm like no no she's not she absolutely isn't and i saw it i'm like she is she like is. what she definitely is and like then Taylor. some you know how scary swifties are right like some yeah. of them have been sleuthing and usually the pattern with taylor is that her friends sort of like follow her new guy yeah around the time they start dating ryan reynolds followed travis kelsey on august 8th Mm -hmm. so now everybody is like oh they've been together for like a month and a half (laughs) which honestly i can understand it because like i'm sorry this is not the first time taylor has met his mom like, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Month and yeah. a half makes sense for her oh, exactly. to like exactly. that to be like their first like public outing. Exactly. Yeah, that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. They've been to, they've been seeing each other long enough now to where it's like, all right, well, we want this to be like an actual thing, so mm-hmm. we'll just pop out on the town real mm-hmm. quick mm-hmm. <laughs> and let I'm... people know what's going on. And I just also like once again, I just enjoy the pure chaos of it all because it's like also like Travis wear like his. His game day outfit. People are like, oh, it, it's like 1989. It's like, yeah. Oh, he's just leaning into it. No, people, so, so, like, literally, you people looked up what the outfit was. I, 1989. Did, I and I'm like, oh, man. Like, you know, it, it's, I think it's just like they're both just fully leaning into the chaos of it because it's I so think fun. They are. Like, why not? Like, I mean, you know what? Taylor always has fun messing with us. Why not pull her boyfriend into it too, right? Like and that's I mean, a supportive boyfriend, right? Exactly. There. And it's you know, no disrespect to previous boyfriends. It's but it's like she was kind no, of hidden. disrespect. Yeah, we, it's, we can, like we can do the disrespect. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just I didn't want to like just automatically do it. But like for for being kind of I mean, if she wanted to wants to be private, that's totally up to her. But like for being like pretty like sheltered for the past six years, let the girl have some fun. She yeah. was. She was saying, let's fucking go when he scored a touchdown. She was chest bumping somebody. And I'm just yeah. like, this, she like, was into it. <laughs> this is what I think this is why we all are just collectively losing our shit is because she's getting to have fun and we get to see yeah. her naturally have fun. Well, and he's a nice guy. It's not like a mm-hmm. Maddie Healy situation where everybody's yeah. like, oh, really? Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> like I saw my, Katie sent me a tweet that was like, she's finally dating someone that doesn't look like the victorian ghost of a victorian something (laughs) like a a victorian person who died of tuberculosis or something no and it's what katie may hate us for mentioning her on here but i've also enjoyed the past like 48 hours because katie and i have been sending each other tiktoks like non-stop and it's been my favorite there's so many tiktoks but it's my favorite thing in the world because it makes me so giddy and i don't care i love it i love the energy the like supportive like Mm -hmm energy you know except from the gaylers but the gaylers are always they're just Mm -hmm. they're gonna be haters no matter who she dates (laughs) unless you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and i also and i also don't know like if we had our normal tv schedule i don't know if i'd go like this kind of chaotic crazy but you know i don't have tv so i'm gonna go with what i have the ship so you're forced yeah i don't care i don't care i have nothing on tv it's all i have this is your tv TV. it is i'll take it love that yeah that's amazing no i i think that i love that taylor is is seeing a tall boy Mm -hmm. it's very happy it because it's like she finally gets to be small girl she gets to be dainty 
Not that she's not dainty. I mean, she's she not. is. But if you, she dates like these medium height guys that are the same Victorian height as her, which is fine. Boys. Which is fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. No. But I'm happy for her that she doesn't have to worry about them asking her not to wear heels anymore. Mm-hmm. Because dude's tall. He don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, so I'm very pumped about that. Like seeing their height difference, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. it. I mm-hmm. like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Also, dude's got some nice shoulders. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. I'm just saying. Also, I just need there to be some kind of like red carpet function because to get like to see them both like fashion wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I'm down. I'm down for that. Because I'm sorry. Yes. The other guys she's dated, they're not fashion forward, and so I, yeah. I just, I, they were all right. I, I need to see the energy. I think probably the most fashion savvy guy she dated was Tom Hiddleston. I feel like yeah. he was probably, well, I guess Harry Styles, but not back then. Um, and even now, I don't know if I, he's fashion forward, I think is probably, yeah, mm-hmm. fashion forward is a good term for him. Mm-hmm. He, more like fashions that haven't reached the vast majority of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to see them all dolled up together. Mm-hmm. that would be great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would love that mm-hmm. uh no but the clip that keeps going around of him like looking up at the box while yeah. he's on the field and his like grin i'm like mm-hmm. oh you're cute mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's too I, cute we it's have cute. no television this is what we succumb to and i'm not mad at it yeah Mm-mm. also oh everybody's talking about reading sports romances now i'm gonna make a book recommendation for you mm-hmm um there's a book called fumbled um mm-hmm. and it's actually a whole series and the author's name is alexa martin i'm gonna fact check myself real quick um because I, mean, I will definitely say i'm i'm intrigued now so yeah alexa martin the first in the book series no i wasn't talking to you siri siri was trying to tell me things um <laughs> <laughs> um anyway alexa martin the first book is called fumbled and um the it's a whole book series so there's several mm-hmm. of them i highly recommend them the author has straight up said that in the first book her romantic hero is based on travis <laughs> so you should read it it's really good it's actually that's one of my favorite uh romance series ever is that series and the last one in the series like covers um protests and cancel culture in the nfl and it's uh it was good it was good Mm -hmm. um but i liked all of them and there's a an establishment that one of the main characters owns and runs in that book series that i wish was real so badly Mm. um so I'm curious if people read it, you should tell me if you want this place to be real the way I want it to be real. Because I would be mm-hmm. hanging there all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Fumbled, Alexa Martin, go okay. read it. You will enjoy it. Okay. It's really good. And she actually is, Alexa Martin is the wife of a retired NFL player. So, mm. yeah, it's, you know. Personally, I just need things to at least last through end of year because apparently there is a football game on my birthday 
between the Eagles and the Chiefs. Ooh. And so I just just Taylor's team my versus Travis's team. I, I I need her to show like, and I think that's when she's not on or that she gets a little break in her tour of like internationally. So I'm like, just give me something for my birthday. Like at least go through my birthday. I, I need to see something happen. That please. would be interesting. I, I need it. Like I, I don't have much going on. I need it. And I'm still yeah. not getting TV back yet. So I need it. Yeah. Did you hear what Mahomes said at the end of the game? Oh, he, I think it was Aaron Roberts was talking to him and she was like, so did you feel any pressure to like, you know, like score? Mm-hmm. while taylor was here in the stadium and he was like oh yeah of course uh he said he said um and i think she said with swifties watching too and he yeah. was like well i knew i was gonna have to give trav the ball yeah <laughs> I, I just thought that was funny he was like well i knew i was gonna have to give trav the ball yeah <laughs> just like taylor's here he's gonna want to show off plus yeah. all the swifties are watching yeah you're gonna well, have to I- get trav the ball and I think one of my other favorite quotes is it's not it wasn't his football coach it was Bill Belichick and he made some mention of like he he's met he, he's made met, Travis has made many great catches this might be his greatest catch of all and it being <laughs> that being Taylor so, not wrong no he's correct <laughs> he's he's very much correct yeah and it, I'm just very much still enjoying this giddiness this dumb giddiness that I I fully acknowledge no actual I have no actual relationship with them but we're all just get to enjoy seeing her being happy and that's all I care about and it's just and without her her getting the grief that Maddie Healy brought with him Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. plus he looked like a greasy little weasel (laughs) Mm -mm. and Travis Kelsey may have a pedo stash right now but he pulls it off (laughs) honestly that's all I gotta say. No, it's, I, I'm not opposed it's, to facial hair. So it's very rare for that type of mustache to be pulled off. Well, just ask Joe Jonas and Chris Evans. Yeah, I still didn't hate it on Chris Evans. So I, you know. I hated it on Chris Evans. Combined with like the buzz cut. Oh, yeah, it was a hair. So gross. So, um, it was so gross. Which also, Chris Evans, a married man now. A lot has happened since the last time we recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But hey, it's been a good mm-hmm. few days. Mm-hmm. 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 Just all it feels like the earth is healing. Mm-hmm. Global mm-hmm. warming is still happening, but otherwise the yeah. earth is healing. Yeah, I mean, end of week we get a new NSYNC song. You know, oh my gosh, uh, who, oh. who knows what may happen by next week? We don't know anymore. You know what? I think NSYNC started all of this. They did it. They that really appearance did. on the VMAs was like, all right, now everything well, will start to go right. We also didn't mention that little lovely crossover because Taylor. They what they did was oh yeah, word to Taylor, and she's like, "What are you guys doing? Like, yeah. you're up to something. Up what to is something? it? Tell I need me. to know what it Tell is." Me. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, all like uh, they didn't know. say no <laughs> it's like come on and then Lance gave her friendship bracelets oh so cute mm-hmm. I love them the crossover we didn't know we needed oh it was the best moment ever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they used that clip of Taylor reacting to NSYNC everywhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. oh man Fun times. Mm-hmm. Fun times. 
Well, this was a nice, like, laid-back episode. Uh-huh. I liked it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we just decided for this one we would just talk. Uh-huh. And then the strike stuff happened, and it was like, well, now we have something yeah. to talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and, you know, obviously, I think we still want to definitely do in the future some of our still fun watches, just like we've already done with some of the movies that, you know. Oh, yeah. Still, there's still, obviously, going to be a little bit with a hiatus, because like <clears> we said, <throat> not likely getting at anything till January but now that we kind of you know are hopeful and have some end on the horizon we can kind of lay those out a little bit better because we we just didn't want to use up all of our content ideas yeah if if this could have gone on for several more months (laughs) yeah I mean we have at least two episode ideas that we've been saving for when we get closer to the show coming back so which actually if it does come back in January that'll be a nice because that'll be like a year wrap-up thing you know like at Mm -hmm. the end of the year in December Mm -hmm. probably that'd be Mm -hmm. good timing for that Mm -hmm. um so we're saving those. So we're trying to, we're having to improvise guys and think of things mm-hmm. that'll be fun that we can mm-hmm. talk about without having new show content to talk about and without mm-hmm. constantly having to reanalyze the same moments over and mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Because unlike other shows, we only have the one season. So mm-hmm. it's not like we have multiple seasons that we can be like, let's go back and watch this episode again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> can't exactly do Mm-mm. that and we also can't ask for interviews right now so mm-hmm. that's out too um you know so trying to come up with fun things um yeah but it as we get more news about how the strike affects the shows coming back it'll be easier for us to plan things and mm-hmm. figure out what we want to do so We'll keep you up to date. Follow us on all our socials. Uh, you know, you know what they are by now. We have an Instagram. We have a Threads. We have an uh, X. Ugh. Twitter. I'm still saying Twitter. Twitter. I refuse. Stupid. Um. So, we have all the things except for a TikTok. <laughs> Which I I love you all. I, it's, no. <laughs> TikTok Mm-mm. intimidates me as an elder millennial. <laughs> I am a TikTok watcher, not a TikTok creator. And exactly. I have accepted that. That's and fine I will that. happily comment myself on all of the Fire Country TikToks, but I, <laughs> that's too much work. And I we both got full-time jobs. So <laughs> yeah, it's oh well the Instagram I've slacked off on that a lot because my job is crazy right now. And like I just don't have time <laughs> to like curate all this content um so especially in a visual medium words super easy i can type up a quick tweet real quick like that's totally fine but videos and pictures <laughs> it's a little different mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah so anyway but keep an eye on the socials if anything i'm get i'm getting back in the habit of sharing things to our story at the very least so even if we don't have any new posts check for story updates i'll try and put you know as much relevant information as i can in there um so definitely keep an eye on those things email us you guys if you have thoughts if you have suggestions if you have things you want to talk about like we haven't gotten an email in so long and i miss it uh let me check right now just in case i seriously doubt we've gotten anything but let's just give it a whirl and no 
<laughs> we also still have the tea public store up so we've <laughs> we've raised 15 dollars for the entertainment community fund so mm-hmm. far um if you'd like to help us raise more our tea public is still up the designs are still out there um you can find the link on our profiles on our socials uh any all the proceeds from those shirts goes to the entertainment community fund so mm-hmm. uh you know whatever we get from those shirts we turn around and donate so go buy yourself some shirts there's mm-hmm. some fire country ones out there that i've made there's some inside jokes from the pod out there there's some general strike shirts there's our logo shirt um you know you can rep us or rep your favorite joke mm-hmm. or rep your favorite characters because i've got some general fire country shirts out there too so Mm-hmm. Uh, go check that out support the pod support the entertainment community fund support the strikes all that stuff if you want to rate and subscribe us please do <laughs> um you know i i'm, I'm down with a, some constructive criticism just don't be too mean because you know we want people to actually listen mm-hmm. <laughs> um but we could that helps us at any time that you rate or subscribe or review that's going to um that's going to help people find us that expands our reach increases how much we come up in the algorithm all that stuff so mm-hmm. please go and do mm-hmm. we would appreciate that very much mm-hmm. um anyways i think that's all for us i think mm-hmm. we're probably being kicked out it's the last call time for mm-hmm. us to go for right now mm-hmm. but we'll talk soon <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, Logan.